Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Fresh Slate Podcast. Where we discuss all things modern spirituality, personal development, positive psychology, and all that good stuff. I'm Tyrese. And I'm Meg, and today we have our beautiful friend, Jeanette. Yay, Yay. everybody! <laughs> everybody stream. Say hello. Do you want, <laughs> go ahead. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. A little bit. I mean, we sure, yeah. Yeah, we. Know. <laughs> but yeah. I suppose you know more about yourself yeah. than we do. That's that's yeah. fair. <laughs> um, I am in grad school. I'm in my second year of collaborative piano, um, and I'm trying to figure out how to do everything virtually because that's what we're oh doing right gosh. now. We're yep. in the pandemic. So. Yes, we're actually in yeah. person today. Yeah. For the first time, this is our first time having like an in-person guest in a long time. Hey, that's so true. Yeah, that's yeah. That's why I feel so good. Yes. <laughs> yes. We are distance, everyone. We are distance. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, uh, so why don't we start off with our goals for this week? Um, so I guess I'll start. Thank you, Meg, for recapping me about what my goal was before the episode. <laughs> um, so my goal for last week was um, to kind of schedule my day, have a to-do list, and get really... Um, good at being productive and I actually did a really great job like maybe even to my deficit Mm -hmm. because I like only did homework all week like all my free time homework every single moment Mm -hmm. of the day homework and I like took breaks because it's hard for me to focus for that long but but yeah exactly it was good because I got everything I needed to get done done in time so that I could like still have a little bit of fun like Throughout you, the week. Like, you know? Yeah, you could have like a chill moment. Yeah, like I could watch a little Netflix or I could, yeah. you know, like, yeah. It's just, well, it's just depressing to me, like, listening to that. And, well, because my experience is pretty similar. I think we can all say that, especially in the music program, where it's just like never any homework. And it's just really sad to, like, yeah. talk about and hear about because it's like, it's not how it should be. No, exactly. You should have time a balance for yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, to, like, be a human. Literally. It's so easy to get burnt out. Like, that's exactly. what I really I know. With I'm, like, counting down the like, days. I'm, like, I have at least... Literally, I'm like, I have five days until burnout. Like, I'm going to need a break pretty soon here. (laughs) For Uh, me, it's like three days into the week. I'm already, like, so tired. Right? And you just can't focus. Wednesdays are so tired. Mm. Especially with all the Zoom stuff. Like, you're on screen all the time and people are watching you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes I just have to take a nap. Like, I'm like, I know I have things to do, but my eyes hurt so bad that I have to just fall asleep and let them have a break. I have a little eye mask that I put and on for now. And you should give us all free blue light glasses. Yes, please. Those cute little metal aviators. As if they have the money Perfect. for that. They do. Uh, they I barely mean. have money to give us a little NAU branded mask. <laughs> <laughs> Thermometer. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so my goal of being productive went very well. Maybe even to my deficit. Meg? Okay. <laughs> so last week my... So we talked about escapism last week. And yeah. so I kind of touched on how my goal was going to be to have less negative coping mechanisms throughout the week and to kind of just like try to shift those over to better forms of like self-care and better forms of escaping per se reality or like things that I was stressed about so I feel like I did good I didn't take like any naps and I didn't like binge eat or go on social media a lot I don't remember what habits I talked about last week but yeah I feel like I did really well and I'm happy and I feel like it's a step in the right direction of kind of just like being more mindful and just like kind of sitting with my thoughts or putting on music or doing something better than just like 
getting in my head. Absolutely. And so that's all good and fun. Um, I feel like they're kind of connected to each other. Um, like last Perfect. week, something that I was really working on was um, when I practice, I if I don't give myself breaks in between the practicing, sometimes I can get yeah. really anxious because I have right. so much music that I'm mm-hmm. getting. Last week I was feeling really overwhelmed because there was just so much new stuff. And, really? All at the beginning of the semester. I know, and even like with, with all the COVID stuff going yeah. on, it's it's hard for us. Like I know I talked yeah. to you about this, Tyrese, that it's, it's hard like having all this in-person stuff and knowing that I'll be really exposed. So that first week is really overwhelming for me. Yeah. And so after that, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to control all the things that I can control. Yes. So yeah. Taking that time to like meditate every 20 minutes when I practice has helped me so much. Really? Like that extra That's mindfulness amazing. has really helped me be more productive. Every, <laughs> every 20 yeah. minutes, I'll meditate for five minutes. Oh, so it's very short. Okay, it's I, I can't go for super long periods because no. I just am not I haven't done it enough to be able yeah. to last that long. That's how I, I feel. Was just like the timeline. I wasn't visualizing it. That yeah. is so good. Wow. Mm, that's really good. So how did that go for you? Like it's helped a lot. Yeah, it helped me a lot. Um just because like I was saying, it's so easy to get anxious when I have lots and lots of things that I need to get done yeah. during those short sessions. And to so, like switch from task to task. Yeah. Like, that five minutes really helps because I have that me time that's just for me. Yep. And I get to just, like, I don't know. center mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Well, and the yeah. good thing is that it's, it's scheduled. So, you know, you're like, I have time for this. Like, yes. that's the best thing about mm-hmm. scheduled me time. Whereas, like, for me, I'm like, oh, I'll, I'm, I want to do this later. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't schedule it. I, it's just, like, if I get everything done. But having it scheduled is, like, that is my time, and no, I still have time to get other things. Yeah, that's done. what I tell myself. I'm like, this is set in stone because it's like, this is the foundation, mm-hmm. and then everything else mm-hmm. follows, and you know. Yep. Which doesn't always work out, but no, but sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, so for my goal for this week, um, so I've been really focusing on like wellness. Um, this week, so I like, I know we did a whole video on diet culture and how it's like messed up, but I started keto Mm -hmm. and doing the keto diet, um, just because it's, I want to start feeling a little bit healthier. Like my eating, even though I'm vegetarian, my eating habits are still very poor. So it's less about losing weight. It's more about, yeah. So many vegans are unhealthy and so many exactly are healthy. Exactly. It's so it's more about, um, fixing my eating habits kind of for the future. Um. And so, intuitive. Yes, yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, so that's my goal is to kind of maintain my my wellness journey right now, like make sure I do my workout every day, but I'm not gonna push myself. Like if I feel like, like when I had a whole bunch of stuff to do on Wednesday, I was like, I can't work out today. Mm -hmm. There's too much to be done. But I recognized that and said, okay, well I'm gonna do it tomorrow. And then today I did a whole bunch of stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, so that's yes. my goal for the week. It's a great goal. Thanks. <laughs> and just like seeing how you feel. Yeah, exactly. I'm actually already feeling really good. Like okay, I like good. being able to say like, oh yeah, I had a salad for dinner yeah. or for lunch. You Do you know? feel like it's mm-hmm. affected your mood anyway? Yeah, actually, yeah. I feel like really optimistic. You know, that's and when awesome. I'm not showing my face with Cheeto puffs, I feel like <laughs> a, a lot better about yeah. myself. Or not even in the moment, but like later, it yes. affects the way that Cause your I was, body Yeah, because so I was talking about... I was talking about you. I was talking to you about this, uh-huh. um, like earlier this last week, because I like I'm a nighttime eater, you know. So I right. like make and mozzarella I sticks 
in the middle of the night and then in the morning I'll wake up and be like why did I do that I feel disgusting you know but I like that doesn't happen with this yeah yeah exactly okay this week I I know this is more of a usually we do goals that are like you work on every day but mine is more of just like a big thing that I was like okay by the end of 2020 by the end of March by the end of April by the end of May like I, it's a constant thing for me that I always avoid it, and that is getting a therapist. So, this week is the week, and I'm calling a poten- like a few potentials that I've been researching tomorrow. And you know what? I just I avoid it because of money. Mm-hmm. So, and also just like vulnerability and like what if they're like a shitty person, and that's annoying. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's why <laughs> I avoid it, and I hope to get it done soon. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about the, so the sorry about the excess background noise. We're by the street. Um, <laughs> we could also so, shut the window. Yeah, I think it'll still come through a little bit though. But we could sh- we can shut it if you think that works. I also don't know how to shut. That's okay. Okay, then we'll leave it open. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, you but just keep them open constantly. Because it we gets hot. We've had them open since we moved in. Yeah, because it gets, it gets hot, yeah. so hot when wow. they're closed. No. Um, but yeah, that's a so really great like, oh, goal, okay. especially because nice. that's something so oh many people, so many people like wait to take charge of. Like, oh, yeah. even and I don't even need to explain why. It's just no, like exactly. gonna be really beneficial, and I've known that for a really long time. But like I said, it's there's different factors that right. keep me. Moving. No, even I'm like still putting it off. You know. Yeah, because it's like the money. Yeah. And it's like in Australia, they get like ten therapy sessions for free. That's crazy. Like, ten hours. Because it's like you don't know. Like you don't want to pay for someone that. you don't like. Like I had I know, a kid therapist when I was like... younger. Oh my god, when I was younger, I had a kid therapist, and she's like, "So today we're gonna build a car, and every time you come in yeah. here, we're gonna build this car together." And I'm like, I don't even what? like cars, and she's like, "Well, that's okay. We're gonna build this car, and we're gonna talk." And I was like, "Well, I don't want to talk." And it's to so you gentle while I'm too. Doing I bet if a girl like. came in, she'd be like, "Today we're gonna dress." Exactly. Exactly. So I was like. I was like, Mom, I'm not going back. And she's like, Aww. okay. <laughs> I think I went twice. She made me yeah. like watch a video yeah. about emotions. I was and like, it didn't even help you. I was like, I'm fully cognizant right now, ma'am. Like, I am. I know I'm in middle school, but I know exactly what is happening in my life right now. Yeah, mental really? health care in the U.S. is just such a mess. It's like crazy. Like a huge it's mess. such a mess. Wow. Um, but your goal for this week, Jeanette, I'm just gonna like try to maintain those practice habits, um, especially since like one of the first things that I do like later in the semester when I get busier is to just like throw out all the planning and just like Holy. just try to get as much done as possible yeah. in the smallest amount of time. But I'm trying yeah. really hard to like to keep the me time and the mindfulness. I think yes. that it's really important. Yeah. Yes, that's Absolutely. amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's super true or even towards the end of the week like at the beginning of the week you're like doing this and going mm-hmm. to bed at this time and then by Thursday rolls around you're just like I am over it <laughs> yes. literally exactly <laughs> okay alright Um. so our topic for this week um, it's well we got a couple different topics thrown in there yeah you know? so and it's, I think it's all Jeanette Jeanette is our topic Jeanette is our topic <laughs> oh <my today>. <laughs> <laughs> all things to do Okay. Yeah, no, I think this this one is mostly... I mean, I think that must be we our... That they must don't be, even know what it is I yet. know, I know, but I, I want to say, like, that must be our theme because, once again, it like, kind of factors into growth. Like, we'll be talking about, like, growing up in a religious um, household or and um, 
like the things that you've gained from your family and um, like middle school or like maturity, I suppose is a better word for it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, well, I guess I'll, do, yeah, I'll just start so, it off. I also grew up in a religious household, so now this is the time we're talking oh, about Wonderful. It. I know, I was just thinking about that too. I was like, wow, this is going to be so fun to talk about with Meg because I'm I so excited to see yes. experience. Yes. yes. Well, let's kick it off. Um, I'll just ask this question that let's I have written down here. <laughs> so, what would you say is the best thing that you gain from is, living like, in a religious household? What would you say? Yeah, what would you say? <laughs> what would I say? <laughs> I mean, I do think like one of the things that I liked the most about it is that um, religion was also a really big part of um, my culture, especially on my mom's side, because mm-hmm. my mom is Armenian, and a lot of That's those traditions, thing. yeah, they like factor into um, religion as well. So mm-hmm. a lot of times when I think of those religious things, I think of those kind of family traditions. So those are really yes. close to my heart. Yeah. How so? Like what kind of things? We used to, um, like when we would eat, sometimes we would sing these prayers in Armenian. Oh, yeah. And they're like, they're really neat. And I, I can't even like remember them to sing them now. But um, that was definitely like a, a special like tradition thing mm-hmm. and then at Thanksgiving um, all of my mom's family um, come together and meet every single year it's like a huge tradition that everyone comes to do that and um, we sing hymns together in Armenian at that too oh wow yeah so that's a really that's a really special that's thing so for me wow that that's amazing oh. but would you say that's like more Ar- Armenian culture than than like the religion religious? Or do you think they go well, like more hand in hand? Oh, because it's like yes. Hands. Oh, it's hands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're very they're very combined, especially yeah. since like I don't know, especially my mom's family is very religious as well as being very Armenian. Okay. Yeah, so a true. lot of the time, those things combined together um, is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> in a good yeah. way. Yeah, in a really good way. For sure. For yeah. sure. And so like just a solid familial foundation. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Sense of community. And Honestly. I think I also, even though this also had its own, like, negative thing about it, I mean, it did really teach me um, to be really responsible and to, like, think about my actions all the time. For which, sure. Oh, know, like, they have consequences. You know oh, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We really have to unpack that. Like, it did <laughs> have negative things, too, but no, I... No, but, like, consequences to your actions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, my parents, or we talk about that too where it was just like well we don't want you to do this because then that will lead you to this or whatever and yeah like okay well it doesn't mean anything when you're five but you know yeah but then it, like, it does get the ball like, rolling i suppose in that way yeah. yes right. yes that's super interesting mm-hmm. that's so yeah it's very different like when you talk about that sense of community and like having those lessons taught from you taught to you like from a very young age like i i my family has never been religious my mom like just never really got into it i just don't think that she enjoyed it so she didn't want to bring it into her life then and so like i think about it and like as a kid in school sometimes like kids would be like oh yeah we go to the same church yeah we have church on wednesday night or teachers would be like yeah i'm not gonna give you homework because you have church on wednesday night and i'd be like yes i don't have to go to church and i don't have to do homework you that's know? amazing but but it's i like, like it's in small towns so. exactly so yes. at the same time i did miss like the community aspect of it though and being able to say like oh yeah we go to church together oh yeah we went to this 
uh, church camp or something did. But I did go to church camp, actually. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 That's amazing. Yeah, like the friends that you gain through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the best part of it for you? Best part of it for me? Not, okay, currently? The best, I mean, yeah. Currently, I would say, like, parts of my personality from it are probably just, like, my now interest in spirituality and, like, coming into my own came from that kind of mindset growing up of, like, positivity and, like, got me really into, like, positive psychology and stuff in high school. Like, it all kind of just, like, the philosophy of it is what I would say Absolutely. is my favorite mm-hmm. thing, where they would just be, like, everyone is inherently good and, like, mm-hmm. do unto others as you would, like... Right. Yeah, because there's words. so many wonderful all that, lessons. All those yeah. really good, like, philosophical lessons and just way of thinking was what I liked the most and I think what made me like a really happy kid because mm-hmm. I just felt very like hopeful I was very doubtful a lot of the time and I, I would express that and it was never it was never praised <laughs> no it was course, never received well because they always want you to just believe and be indoctrinated and brainwashed and continue on yeah. your merry way but anyways yes I was that still is so true <laughs> I, yeah I was still a very positive kid in that way and so I still am grateful for that so then what was the the part that you two like dislike the most about like growing up in a religious family you go first like the very the black and white ideas of what is right and wrong and not that like mm-hmm. i think there are some mm-hmm. things that i think are right and wrong but like yeah we all have a moral compass yeah right, right, right but like like useless things like like growing up thinking that like I don't know, like, getting tattoos was wrong. Or, like, right. wearing, wearing, kind of wearing a wrong. tank top is, like, the worst thing you could ever do. I right. know, I know. It's just, like, that That was definitely something that, especially, like, when you're talking about the tank top thing, that is, like, a whole nother... It's triggering. I, I can talk about Christian modesty culture all day. I think <laughs> it should be a whole episode. Of <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, especially, like, on the subject of that, like, I really grew up... Um, not really valuing my body maybe the way that I right. should have. Yes, I was just thinking that. So that's what we kind of talked, I talked, I touched on this last week because mm-hmm. we were talking about inner child work and I was saying how like important it is for me to allow myself to wear what I want to wear and that's why I was so hard living with my mom is like that's a big part of me now is to like not hate my shoulders and not hate like my knees and different weird things that they made you cover up. Like you know, it's just really weird. And it makes you, like, hate parts of your body. Because you're know. just, like, because you're... Or not even parts of your body, parts of yourself. Parts of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, No, like, well, because it's connected. It's like, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh, that's so uh, true. Yeah. For me, it was, like, I just never felt comfortable anymore because I was always covering up, like, things that were sexualized and things that were made to be... Yeah, I'm just, like, that's so weird. I mean, I didn't even know, like, what size clothing that I should wear when I was, um, like, when I was in middle school. I remember... They just throw you in a t-shirt, and they're like, whatever, it doesn't matter what you feel. (laughs) I know, like, I wore size large t-shirts and really thought that that was my size for a long time, which is crazy to me. Yeah, because, actually, that's something that parents do in general. Like, parents will just say... Well, they do that to save money, don't they? Well, sometimes, well, not sizes, I don't think. Well, because like, if they get you a bigger size, oh, then it lasts for longer. A T. Oh, that is true. That is true. Yeah, no, but I remember I was like but wearing. But I stopped growing. I was I wearing medium shirts, medium shirts, like all throughout middle school, and then in high school I was like, 
I'm a small. I have a very small torso. I, w- I can wear a small shirt. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god. And I don't have to wear boot cut jeans. I can wear like you things can wear whatever that I you want. Yeah, yeah, literally. I mean, mine didn't have to do with religion. My mom no, was just weird like that. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, goes through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just weird little things like that. I don't remember why I cut you off. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, you're good. I, I mean, I think that was most of what I was going to... The black and white morality of yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It like really like warped my sense of... um, Like like valuing and understanding other people like I wanted to put them in those black and white categories be like oh, oh and then it's like things that then are it's bad. like us them mentality I yes. know all growing yes. up it was like people outside the church are evil people inside the church are heavenly and I'm just like okay okay I don't literally think this is oh, my god. And oh, like, oh my god if I had non-mormon friends my mom would be like who's she oh um is she a nice girl and I'm just like, literally, she's nicer <laughs> than me. She's a better person than any of my Mormon friends. And the fact that I have to explain this to you right now is ridiculous. I you know. literally just unlocked a memory for me really? from when I was in I was in a choir, like, in fifth grade called yeah. the Red River Boy Choir. And Ew, we sang oh, this perfect. song called <laughs> Hand Me Down My Silver Trum- Trumpet, Gabriel. And Hand I, me down one my of, silver no. trumpet. No, that's I'm not. How it <laughs> I was like, "You're kind of close." Um, no, and I remember one of the lyrics was, "If religion was a thing that money could buy, the rich would live and the poor would die." Oh. And I remember saying that because I was like, that freaked me out because I was like, "Oh my god, I'm not religious. Like, we're not religious." So I told my mom, I was like, "Mom." What, what do you think about this? And she's like, it doesn't matter. You're okay. Like, uh-huh. it's fine. But it's like, yeah, it's othering. Like, us, them. Like, exactly. this is that. And this, and it's like so, so liminal. Like, it was such a, like, hokey, happy song. But you just go, yeah. the rich would live <laughs> and the poor would die. I just remember that part so vividly. And I was like, Jesus. And I it's mean, so constant. Like, you grow up with it. And it's like, like you're saying, it's like a part of, like, songs. And I don't yeah. know, like, you just get, oh, like, and everything. And then the kids it. that, like, are Jewish or whatever, they come to school and you're making Christmas crafts and they're just all sad. Right. And it's just, it's in everything. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's everything. Wait, wait, I'm around. <laughs> <laughs> That's wait. what I thought of, too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Your okay. ASMR. Welcome to Meg's ASMR oh channel. <laughs> we can cut this out, but you oh, know yeah, that. You know ASMR the. <laughs> okay, because I was thinking about it the other day. I was actually really, like, I was, like, stressed. Anyways, but I was recording that thing for jazz. Mm-hmm. Have you ever used Soundtrap before? Yeah. It's like Google, or it's like this. <laughs> and <laughs> you have your headphones in, and anyways, if you have the thing turned up all the way, you can hear everything you do, like, breathe, swallow. Oh my god. No! It's so uncomfortable. That sounds terrifying. And I didn't realize that there was a volume bar. So for a while there, I would be typing and I would hear it and I would like set down my. Anyways. I was oh hearing everything god. and it was ASMR, but oh. it was also really. Yeah, yeah. And then when I sang, so it was like. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I turned uh, it down, but I was like, I could record an ASMR because I don't know what it was about. It was so loud. Oh. And then I was I like. The sound of I was like. Scratching the cat. <laughs> 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 yes. Okay, okay, okay. Back to the okay, schedule. Back to, the, back to uh, Our today's schedule. programming. Back to the regular schedule. Schedule programming. Oh, one thing that I wanted to touch, go, circle back to was like the hating a part of yourself. And so, like, from being like an outsider, from not having like that foundation, I like 
like I learned to like be really at peace with myself like yeah. oh I love myself like I love that I'm gay like I can yeah. do whatever I want but then like, especially because your mom seems very like yeah open, absolutely like, but loving. then as I encountered people who like like my dad like yeah. he's not he's like he's not really religious but he's yeah. got that religious mindset because he grew up religious you know yeah. and so he's like no that's wrong you know and then it's like that like interacting with other people sometimes who yeah. like have, are stuck in that like othering mindset yeah. like really teaches you to hate a part of yourself like whether right. you're a part of the group or whether you're not and whether they like explicitly say that's wrong or just kind of like shun you in more like vague ways Absolutely. you still kind of feel it like you can just sense that they feel that way about you even like when I was super religious but I would have doubts or I wouldn't go to an activity mm-hmm. or I would skip church once week one week like which would be like one week a year then there'd be, like, church girls that would just be, like, weird around me or would treat me differently. That's mm-hmm. so weird. Yeah, and it's just, like, odd. Or I'd wear, like, a crop top, and then they would just, like, not hang out with me. God, that's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. I'd love to bounce off of that. This is actually stuff that happened a little bit later. This was after I graduated. Um, my mm-hmm. freshman year, I went to a really conservative Christian college because that's what my parents wanted me to do and mm-hmm. they were helping me pay for school and they just said that I had to go so I went um, and that is that's so true like mm-hmm. it was so isolating to be there where all of these people have this exact same black and white mindset about everything they think that everything is just in this right or wrong yeah. category even if so they think it don't matter you say something you're like well maybe like that's okay they're like um what did you just say? And you're like, I just... Oh, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I know. It's literally no, the amount no, of times that I said that. Oh, my God. And you, like, do what you have to do to, like, survive in environments <laughs> yes. like that. You yeah. Know? Oh, absolutely. You really do. Because you don't want people to, like, talk to you in a way where you feel, like, yes, hated. Right. So you're like, okay, well, I'm going to figure out how to talk to these people in such a way that they will accept me and treat me as if I'm a normal yeah. person. You right. Know? Literally. Which is so messed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I like, we're talking a lot of, a, a lot about, more about the negatives, but I think going okay. back to like that really, like, it does provide a fantastic community for people. You know, like, I had a friend in high school who's Mormon, um, yeah. and she would always invite us to like the Mormon dances. Like, mm-hmm. the Mormon church was actually right down the street from our school. So oh. we'd like hang out at her house or whatever, and then we'd go to the Mormon dances. And we just like have a really good time, the like were so dancing to "Come On Eileen," you know, oh, or like nice. yeah, listening to someone sing karaoke or something. And you're like, wow, this is a, like really great. Like everyone is like having a good time. Like they they still can have fun and like they all know each other. So it's like just like a party with all your friends, you know. Yeah, that is super fun. I would agree. And also when I think of like my grandparents, like they go, they would go to church every week and that's like their main social event. That's where yes. all their friends were. It was that's so like, social. Yes. Yeah. Everything. I mean, even sometimes in high school, like specifically, there was one year where I skipped like every Sunday school and we just stood in the hallway and talked. <laughs> really? You know, and it's just like gossip channel. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's like getting tea on each other's lives, but like. It's so social, and like mm-hmm. you'd stay like thirty minutes after, get thirty minutes early. It's like it's the best. Yeah. So yeah, awesome. you definitely get to do like 
fun things with other people that you're are your own age that are all in your community especially in my small town like that was a big thing like especially in high school once some of my friends were going to the church that I went to that did become a big part of like my community especially in the summers mm-hmm. you know oh my gosh like bible camp can we talk about I bible know. camp did, yeah. I, did anyone else go well I had girls camp oh really and so it was just the girls 12 to 18 Oh, what was that okay. like for you? Because I know other people that went to it too that were Mormon from my town. I just like, I'm just curious. Well, what was it like for them? I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm just curious. No, it was actually really fun. Mm-hmm. I had some odd experiences with like, you know, just girls being mean, but that's just how the world works. Um, but yeah, I had some mm-hmm. really, really good experiences. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was fun. Crafts, hikes. Except for only one, even though the guys went on one every month, which was controversial. Wait, how long were you there? It was like four days long. It was three days on one year, four days next. Gotcha, okay. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. Lots of crafts, eating good food, good food. Okay, I had a lot of fun, like... Despite not being religious, I say that I open every sentence I have in this episode with "despite not being religious." To just <laughs> play devil's advocate for you, no, I had you don't so even much have to fun. I know I had so much fun at Bible camp though. Mm-hmm. Like it was, I'm just me and my sister hanging out. Like my my birthday usually fell on the same week, so then my grandma would bring like donuts or whatever. Oh. And why do you? They made me a camp counselor, and I told my mom, I was You're like, like, I'm not Christian. I was like, mom. This is insane. Because my grandma would just sign me up for things. And I was like, Mom, this is insane. I, number one, at the time, I hated children because it was during oh, middle school. Oh, yeah. It was during middle school, so I was, like, getting bullied and stuff like that. So I was like, I do not want to deal with anyone who's going to be mean to me. Yeah. Um, Kids and they mean. were crazy. Those oh, children, no. like, oh, my God, sleeping in a tent. I was like, okay, good night. And they'd be, like, like <laughs> farting. I'm like, no. oh, my gosh, this is this I was, and I told my sister the next morning, and she died. But but it, like overall, it was a super That's fun experience, so fun. you know. Like I like I don't remember a lot of the like I remember like having doubts and questioning like what they were teaching and stuff. But I don't remember like that stuff. I just remember the fun time, like when we did a homemade slip and slide and things like that. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I, I mean, I, I love how you finished that. So I'm sad. Yeah, yeah. And then we're just sitting here like, you're like oh, yeah. you're done? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, you do, like, enjoy those really fun things. Like, I remember totally. going down the giant slide at camp, and I was like, this is cool. This is <laughs> right? so cool. Oh, I loved the camps. Mm-hmm. Mm. We also used to always, they'd want us to go to the river at a certain time, but all of us would skip the river time, and we would all get snacks, and we would just sit on the floor in the air conditioning and just hang out for hours. Like, yes. that was the life. Oh, the best. This is so great. Right now. Um, should I go to my next question, then? Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, I, this does tie in still. So, have you stuck with that version of like religion your whole life or like have you found your own own path because i know like growing oh, up growing up you're mm-hmm. like okay yeah this is what i've been taught and that's what i believe and some people just never break away from that or they don't want to break away from that you know so i just mm-hmm. love to hear your y'all thoughts i mean i definitely the way that i started out with was so black and white like i just believed like everything that I heard from church and those like when things. when you were little or when you were like 18? 
Oh, not when I was older, older. When okay. I was, it definitely went gradually. Like when right. I was, when yeah, I was same. really young, it was so like, okay, this is definitely how it goes. This is exactly what is true all the time. Mm-hmm. But then as I got older, <laughs> I know. And then like I got exposed to more people that were outside of those ideas. Then I thought to myself, like these people can't all be bad. Yeah. Right. They can just and then the hamster wheel starts turning. And <laughs> Satan starts getting worried. Uh, Are we not Satan? Jesus. The Satan. <laughs> Satan starts getting worried. I meant to say. The okay. hamster. The hamster. <laughs> I just—that's the perfect way to describe it because I—I just have a little gay hamster in my brain that's just <laughs> oh like sees a gay god. person and starts running. <laughs> oh my god. The little gay hamster. I'm gonna have to remember my this little gay for hamster. later. <laughs> Uh, I think that was just called Zuzu Pets. Did you ever know those? <laughs> oh, um, so it was gradual. Yeah, it was definitely gradual. The hamster wheel started turning. <laughs> yeah, the hamster wheel started turning, and then like by the time I was in high school, I was coming into contact with lots of people who went outside of those ideas. You know, mm. people who um, who went to parties and people who were gay. And after a certain period of time, I was like, okay, and you were like, like yes, well, queen. I know. I was like, you know what? This just makes sense. Like, I don't see why those things can't exist in conjunction with each other. Like, why right. can I not be religious and also be accepting of other people and loving of other people? Mm-hmm. And especially, like, that freshman year of college was very hard for me because that was when I started to doubt, like, all of religion in general. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, Everything. well, this is terrible. Whatever this version is, right. I do not want it. If I mean, if it means I have to hate other people to yeah. be religious. And to lift myself up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And after I got done with that and I kind of recovered from all of the like emotional Mm -hmm. damage from that year, I thought, you know, like I don't see why kind of went back to that end of high school idea where I was like, I should be able to have this like this love for other people and this like care for social justice and like care for these important issues. And, like, still be able to love that religious culture part right. of myself, you know? Yeah, because it's always part of you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's something so, that I think of, too. So you've kind of, like, started creating your own pathway then? Like, from that from that point, you just kind of, like, took what you need and left what you don't? Yes, I totally agree with that. And I totally respect, too, like, some people just, like, the organized religion thing is just... They come out of it and they're really damaged by it. And they don't want right. to come back. Yeah, and they're fully anti. Well, and some people don't yeah. even know, you know. Well, yeah, but they don't you, even know I how feel like they are. I feel like you need that part of just like zero any religion at all. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. you just need to like cleanse yourself and be human, and then you can like kind of move forward. Yes, mm-hmm. at I least that's how it was for me. I like if my friends asked, like they'd be like, "Why do you stop going to church?" So like, what do you believe now? And I was like. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just living and I'm being, you know. Right, you're like, first of all, like, I, I don't know. Like, I can't answer that right now. I know. Yeah. And at first mm-hmm. I tried to, like, explain myself to friends and stuff, and I was like, actually, no, this is fully valid, and, like, yeah. I'm healing. Yeah, you don't yes. have to. Like, you need to heal. Mm-hmm. And you have to, like, to learn and discern what those things mean for you as a person, and I totally and, like, agree. Now, like, mm-hmm. as an older adult. Like, yeah, I feel like it's person. so important to maturing. Like, yeah. literally, like, I, 
once once I started to find my path, you know, mm-hmm. that's when I really felt like, okay, I'm becoming an adult. Like I know about things and I know what I stand for and I know like what I think is wrong and what I don't think is wrong now, you know? Mm-hmm. And now that I think about it, I mean, I, I, maybe I shouldn't have used the word damaged, but I do think that like the church can really hurt people. And like m- my sister and I had totally different um, ended up with really different religious experiences, even though we grew up in the same environment. Mm-hmm. And like watching that, like really affirmed for me that everyone has their own journey with those things. Exactly. And like I totally respect it for well, sure. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's one thing that I've actually noticed with college students, and this is like I've just seen it in a bunch of different people. A lot of people will go to college mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden become really religious. Or like really like into spirituality or into their faith. Like I've I've had plenty of friends who like they were not at all religious in in high school and then they go to college and they're like yeah I've actually converted to being Catholic now, you know and I've things not, like I that. I've had many friends have done that. Oh really? Okay. Well maybe I guess it's just an North <laughs> Dakota thing. For me it's thing. the opposite. Oh really? People that grew up religious and now okay. they're just spiritual. Interesting. Like that- they just like are like. I know that there's a higher power, or they're like gnostic, or this mm-hmm. or that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I That's, mean, no, 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 but, you're totally but it right. just goes to show that it's a transitional period, and like which you can just kind of explore. Exactly, that. you can find what speaks to you. Like you yeah, know. and you without the voices of your parents in your head. Right, like being on your own, you're like you're able to think for yourself for yeah. the first time. Yeah. Rather than like have the hive mind of the family and. The church and yeah. like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my next question is completely <laughs> off topic. Head empty. Um, <laughs> head empty. No thoughts. No thoughts. Head, empty. head empty. We are closed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please leave a message. <laughs> uh, <laughs> leave a message after uh, the uh, um, Well. I love this episode. I do. I think, too. It's, I think it's very weird. true. If we were it's on so Zoom, nice. we'd be like, sorry, 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 yeah. sorry. Because you always interrupt people yeah, on Zoom because of the lag. I know. Well, I talk over you. No, I, and I talk over everyone. So. Oh, my God. I okay. remember what I wanted to share. Okay. Well, it just hit me. Okay. Because of the hamster wheel thing. Go for it. They used to tell, <laughs> they used to tell these really funny anecdotes growing up, like, in church. And one of them, it was even on a poster. It was like, be such a good, like member of the church church and such a good like prayer and scripture reader that when you wake up in the morning and put your feet on the ground satan says oh shit she's up <laughs> well, it was like oh shit it was like oh shoot she's oh, awake no. it was like oh shoot oh, no. she's, she's awake. awake oh no i literally i don't <laughs> be such a saint that satan worries when you wake up in the morning Oh my I'm God. sure Satan's not That's worried about me. Actually. I'm sure he is not thinking about me at all. <laughs> no, and now my sister goes it all the time. She'll be like, I woke up this morning and Satan was like, oh shit. She's good. She's got tattoos. She's living her life. And I'm like, yes, queen. Yes. Yes, I love it. I mean, I live by that now. I'm going to live by that. I know, right? Like, that's actually a really good like thing. Yep. That's hilarious. Um, okay, well, another topic that I wanted to talk about was, like, we've talked about how, um, religion has played into your, like, my sister is texting me. She wants me to play Roblox with her right now. <laughs> Perfect. Um, let me mute this it. so it doesn't keep ringing. <laughs> um, she doesn't even say want to play, she just 
she no, she says Roblox. And now she says please with a bunch of emojis. I'm busy. Um, anyways, so um, we've talked a lot about how um, like finding your own pathway has really related to like your maturity. But I want to take it back and talk about the good old middle school, the puberty days. Oh, you know, Because I feel like th- there's so much to unpack there, like just in, in growth. Yeah, so let's talk about middle school. So the question that I have is if you had three words to describe yourself at the age of 13, Aww. what would they be? Precious. <laughs> I'm just oh kidding. no, I oh. forgot to do this one. Um, let's see. Awkward. It's really awkward. Um, naive. Okay, I think yeah. I, I think That's I a great word. I'll check that one out for you too. Um, yeah, check, 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 check. <laughs> and I think, I think I was, I was pretty, like, sweet. Like, I was a pretty naive, like, like generic homeschool brand of junior high kid. Mm. For mm. the most part. <laughs> I get that. Air possible. Wait, were you homeschooled? American Eagle yeah, I was homeschooled until 8th grade. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, so that was definitely, that was a big transitional point. Oh, like I was saying, with, like high school was when I started to discover some of those things mm-hmm. about religion. And that was partially because I was homeschooled for that whole period of time. And I was still doing choir and band at school. But that's okay, not yeah, the yeah. same. No, because like, you don't. Have, you can't really make friends like that easily, you know. And I was lucky. It's I did make a few like really close friends, and oh, that's I'm good. still I'm still close with those like two or three people that really? I was close with in junior high. But um, oh, I love that. I don't know. Like it definitely was different. Like when I went to high school, that's a lot of when I started making those like think for yourself mm-hmm. sort of decisions for sure. Wow, yeah. I can't imagine being homeschooled in in middle school. I just feel like I My learned so much about like who dead. I wanted to be and who I didn't want to be like at that yeah. point in time, you know, yeah. just from other people. Cause oh my gosh, my middle school was crazy. There was like so much crazy shit happening like all the time. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. so I know that I don't want to be the one who fights people. Um, I learned later on that I didn't want to be like the emo, like, I'm listening to Pierce the Veil and Black Veil Brides <laughs> kid because those were my friends. That's who my friends were, and that's oh. all they listened to and liked. Right. And so it's like uh, there were so was many me with facets. Me really? I was like, I don't want to be that girl. <laughs> just kidding. No, I just don't think <laughs> no, yeah. And so I think like if I had been homeschooled, I just would not have known like about that many different like groups and then the, how many options I have. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's a very interesting way to think about it. Yeah. Because I just went to high school, and I was just, like, my hyper self. And when my friends were being annoying and just, like, obsessing over guys, I was like, peace. I was like, mm. you guys suck. And then I walked to the <laughs> choir room, and I found my choir friends, and I never spoke to my old friend again. Oh, well, wow. I did. I did. I did. There wow. you go. That's but not power. Right. That like, is power. But I didn't, I'm like, like I didn't hang out with them anymore because I was just like, you guys are nice, but not nice enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're fake mm-hmm. nice you know what I mean yeah but I yes. didn't really think that I was like leaving the popular girls boy crazy annoying one direction girls and right. going to like the choir girl type of person like mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was changing I just felt like I was hanging around people that like made me feel good so okay. I didn't feel like I was Interesting. Like, picking a group yeah like, picking to not be yeah oh mine was definitely set up in groups like when i became a theater kid all my other friends like we didn't really talk anymore oh i yeah you know i was i was an honors kid and a choir kid and theater kid and that's it you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, i get that Mm because then when you're talking to the other people it's just like 
we don't hang with you. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, you're different. You're not wearing black today. I'm like, no, I'm not. Where's your eyeliner? <laughs> I'm not today. <laughs> no, no, literally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, no, I was a very introspective kid. So yeah. I was constantly so thinking, you were thinking of things about like that. that. Like I kept this journal. Oh my Lord. I still have it. I found oh, it. Like you have your junior high. My junior high. I started I it in seventh grade. So embarrassing. Wow. Number one, I'm like, if anyone ever got their hands on it, I would feel so embarrassed. But sometimes I like to read parts of it out loud. Like, there's this one entry that I vividly remember, and it goes, Entry 46. Bible camp was not what I expected. Uh, <laughs> and it's just like random things like that that don't matter, and like me obsessing over things. boys. Yeah, I'd be like, got ice cream and so and so. Great day, heart, 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 star, star, smiley face. Oh my god, I, I know, no, so that's crazy. A I would write crazy shit. Well, yeah, same, but like, <laughs> mostly just weird stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. No, I was like, my nemesis, I was like, he can die in a hole for all I oh care. I would write things like that. I would be like, oh my god, like I read it back, I'm like, I was troubled. Why did no one help me? That's so sad. I know, but at the same time, I came out okay. <laughs> I actually didn't journal very much because I would like, okay, it's weird, but now that I'm thinking about it, the reason I didn't journal very much is like because my mom hated on it. She was like, whenever really? I journal, she's like, whenever I journal, it just like reinforces my negative thoughts, and then it gets worse and worse, and I get sadder. And she's like, so that's why I don't journal. And then I'd be like, okay, like when I won't journal either. <laughs> that's so interesting because journaling is such a big part of your life now I know right it's like so so at that point in my life like my whole life until last year I only journaled when I was like this is a big moment like, mm. I got baptized today yep I got ice cream with my crush today like I got into this choir I would only journal when it was like a really good mm-hmm. and like quote unquote meaningful moment yeah mm-hmm. but whatever and so now do you just so do like I daily think- Every no, day? it's just no, it's not every just day. Like, but it's like literally whenever. Whatever. That's cool though day, that you have a record of all those like important days. Like right. that I don't have cool. the books anymore though. Oh really? What? So I was a little minimalist kid throwing everything in the trash. Oh really? Oh <laughs> yeah. no. Were you not that oh. way as a kid? I, I would regret things and I would feel like insecure about myself, so then I would mm. throw it away or donate it. I would be like no, I can't have this journal oh, or this sketchbook. You know what I mean? I, w- I would write in journals sometimes, but I didn't do yeah. it a whole lot. I was no, I was I more like either. what you were saying. Like when it was something like really every important. four years, I'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll try to I know, and then I just forget about it. Like honestly, it wasn't that I was actively trying to like get rid of them. I would just like not remember that they existed. And like yeah, we found literally. some like in the house, right. like journals from both of us, like in the bookshelf. Oh. And we've just read through them. There's some, like, crazy stuff in there. That's crazy. Uh, no, it's it's wonderful. I was, like, a hoarder yeah. when I was a kid. So I did not throw anything. I could go to my house right now and find all my little, like, notebooks and oh. shit. But wow. my seventh grade journal, I kept electronically. I kept oh, it on really? my little my little track phone. Cute. Yep. You had a track phone? Yep, I had so a track phone. So you still have it? Well, yeah, because I... Well, so that phone broke, and I was like, oh, my God, I lost it. But I had backed it up onto an app, thank God, and then I, like, so I moved it all over to a Google Doc. That's I'll show crazy. it to you someday. It's, Whoa. like, crazy. That's super. That's crazy. so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah but middle school is good, actually. 
Really? No, like in the end. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. In the end, like it like shapes you. Yeah. Oh my god, the story that I was gonna tell earlier. Go ahead. Okay, so I was gonna tell you. I was so I was super bullied in middle school because everyone yeah. thought I was gay, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm not gay. <laughs> All my yeah. friends are girls, and I have a crush on a boy, but I'm not gay, you know. Um, but <laughs> me, <laughs> me? absolutely not. Um, so I school. got really, I would get really anxious in gym class mm-hmm. about changing in front mm-hmm. of everyone. Yeah. So from sixth grade to eighth grade, I changed mm-hmm. in the shower. Oh. So I'd like close the curtain and I just changed, and it's like I wasn't ashamed of my body. I just did like, you do PE during the summer? Um, in high school I did, oh. but not in like in middle school I had to do it during gotcha. the day. Um, oh. And so, so yeah, so then I would like change in there and one time the guy that I had a crush on, he came over there while I was changing and I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. I closed the curtain and then he opened it, turned on the shower, soaked my shoes, Soaked my clothes, and I had to walk around in wet fucking clothes all day. And I don't remember why I was going to tell the story, but isn't that crazy? Isn't that insane? Like, kids were just like that. People were just crazy. And he never apologized. Thank God, my best friend at the time, she was like, she was one of those girls that, she was one of the fighter girls. So uh, she would yeah. fight people for me. And I was like, oh, yeah. I, I was that. like, so-and-so did this to me. And she's like, he did what? After school, I followed her. And she cussed him out after school. Oh, yes. I was like, this is monumental to my history. Because I'm like, I can stand up for myself like she did. That's yes. why I was going to tell this story. Yes. Yeah. And I so that was it. like such a big moment for me. Because I was That's like, you know amazing. what? Fuck this guy. <laughs> Even though I have a crush on him and I'm literally in love with him. Yeah. But I can stand up for myself. Yeah. Too, you know? Wow. Yeah. That's, That's crazy. Did you have your three words to describe yourself as a middle school kid? I was a precious little child. Precious little child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love it. No, I was hyper, um, insecure in my abilities, for mm. sure, as far as like my interests, like volleyball and art. I just didn't think I was good at anything. But I kept doing it. And, um, crazy. <laughs> That's pretty much it. I love it. Hyper I love crazy it. insecure. Hyper. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was like, what I always say to my sister. Hyper crazy. I always go, I'm crazy. I'm insecure. I'm crazy insecure. No, but it's it. I'm crazy. I'm stupid. I'm crazy stupid. <laughs> I love that. I love it. If you're not a little bit crazy in no. your mind, then what are you doing? Then what are no, you doing? No, I would literally stand. Okay, this is like not a proud moment <laughs> of mine. But when I first left my friends, so for two weeks after I left my friends, I was, you know, it was just me and my one buddy Eve. She left. Okay, okay, okay. So this is what happened. So me and my friends were sitting at this table the beginning of seventh grade, and I was like, this is awesome. All my elementary school friends, like, we're so cute. And then they started to like guys and they started to be like, let's sit at this table. And I was like, you guys are the worst. You're just ditching me. And there was no room at the table when I came one day. And they were like, oh, there's no room. Sorry, you can't sit with us. And I was like, well, let's go, Eve. Let's go. And then we went. We left and I was like, peace. I was like, in that moment, I was like, okay, whatever. Fuck you. And then we left. And... We just sat on this bench in the corner of the yard, courtyard or whatever. And so for a week or two, it was just us. 
and I had no other friends. But then we found choir friends, and it was this whole like fun thing. And I sat in choir for the rest of middle school. Oh my god! Anyways, during that period, and even later on, I would stand behind those big pillars in the courtyard that were keeping the solar panels up, mm-hmm. or the shade. Just things. Arizona things. Just Arizona yeah. things, keeping the rack of solar panels above our heads. Um, but. Yeah, and then I would take my frozen water bottle that was starting to melt, and I would go like this up in the air, and I would make it rain on <laughs> and then I would run away. <laughs> I love middle and school. And I would just do, I would just do little stuff like that all the time for entertainment. I know so if we were in middle school, but I was anonymous. Oh my god, I know if we were in middle school together, I would have hated that. But no, you would be in the choir and listening to Seal oh, Lullaby with me. <laughs> not Seal Lullaby. Not, not Seal Lullaby. We listen to it every day. That is so hilarious. And then, and then I would be sitting there, and my friend would be drinking her applesauce from with, with her straw and her little goldfish, and I'd be eating like my seventy fifth hundred thousandth peanut butter sandwich. Oh my god. And, I'm obsessed and with like, school <laughs> <laughs> And songs. then I would be like, <laughs> and I'd just be sitting there in my fields listening to the ooze. Oh, I know. I had my my group of friends Seven. that was like four people large. <laughs> <laughs> we were in a quartet so that we could hang out at each other's houses like every day, and we did. Like we would we would wow. have quartet practice, and we would just hang out together every day. <laughs> And it was so nice, I love it. but it's so funny because so there's precious. videos of it, and one of um, one of our friends sang alto because his voice hadn't changed up. But by the oh. time we got to the end, it had so we had a soprano and then three baritones. <laughs> oh, cute! That's awesome. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm getting emotional. <laughs> Me too. Thinking about middle school a little bit. Uh, Amazing. Okay, so we're getting ready to wrap up the episode, but I want—I have like one more question that I want to ask. Like, I suppose uh, I've been thinking about this a lot this week. So, like, what's—I don't know. I've been my sister. So, going back to my goal, actually, um, I've been so I've been talking a lot about like my like eating habits and stuff, and how like I've gained weight over quarantine and all that good stuff. Um, well, so I texted, I was texting my sisters about it and, um, my youngest sister, she's literally going into eighth grade. I like was telling her all the stuff, like just about my body, you know, how I'm not loving it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's, she, she literally says, changing people have changing bodies. And I was like, oh my God, what a life lesson. Like I'm the old one. I should be telling you this kind of stuff. Like that's crazy. So that brings me to my question is like, what's. Like, a life lesson that um, your family has really, like, taught you. One of your favorite life lessons. I have two, actually. Okay. One of them is from um, my sister. Um, She, this is not, like, a specific quirky quote or anything, but um, a really important thing to me growing up was just, like, seeing her really own having a different personality, which she has forever. Like, she's always been different. And she has always been like, this is me, and I don't care what other people think about it. I am going to be authentically myself. And that was really a great influence to me, like, later on when I was in this turbulent stage of, like, oh, no, everything is different. Like, my worldview is changing, and not everything is the same. But it was good to have that example of thinking, okay, well, I can be... 
um, authentically who I am, even if it's different than what my perception of myself was before. Mm. Absolutely. So, wow. That's genius. I love that. <laughs> genius, genius. And then what was the other one? The other one was just for my mom. Because, like, growing up when I would get frustrated with people, of course, you tell your mom, because that's just what you do. Yes. <laughs> and when I would be spilling the tea to her, I'd be like, Mom, like, what do I do with this annoying person? Like, I can't do it. It is just too much for me. And she'd always be like, you just have to love them and understand where they're coming from. And you love them above everything else, even if they are... Unconditionally. Yes. And she totally embodies that, too. Like, everyone wow. who has been in our lives, like, knows that she is just always this really compassionate, kind person, even to people that, like, don't deserve it. And mm -hmm. I cannot even begin to say that I, like, live up to that example. But wow. it has really, like, inspired me a lot. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, wow, that's something that the world lacks, is like, unconditional love. So I would agree. The more you spread that around, the better. That's a really good lesson. Both of those. I'm like, geez. Wow, those are amazing. I know that if I had thought about this beforehand, I'd have some really good ones. But the one that comes to mind is, my mom has the weirdest sayings that make no sense. And she uses them as little catchphrases that she responds to. Like, like me. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of like, I'm your mother. But this one's like, if you don't want to go to something or you don't want to do something, she's like, just do whatever. Just do it. Just go. Just do it. Just do whatever. And that's just what she says. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, I'll just do whatever. And uh, that's kind of how I live now. Like just do whatever. There you go. Just do whatever. Honestly, that's, what she no, kind that's... of means. What she kind of means is like, go because you're not gonna regret it. Do it because you're not gonna regret it. And right. Like, just doing whatever you want, or not whatever you want, because you do whatever she wants. <laughs> that's the catch. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> whatever she wants is what you do. But no, um, just like going about life and not worrying or thinking about it too much. Yeah, like all you can do is be. It's like that. It like is that, like that. Yeah. yeah. We made shirts for Mother's Day. They just say, just do whatever on the back. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Uh, I love that. What about you? Um, I mean, other than the like changing people out of changing bodies, which like, oh, hit, me like, a, a like hit me like that's a truck. So um, I've like, I've learned a lot of things from my mom. Like just mm. the other day, like, Throughout the years, not today. I have known her for more than a day. I brought Throughout this. the day today, I've learned <laughs> so, so much. Many no, 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 no. Um, like we just would have deep talks about like, oh, one thing that I really appreciate now is she told me once, and it's just stuck with me, and mm -hmm. I like bring it back to her sometimes. Is like, if you have money, spend it. Oh, what is it gonna, I love when she says that. What is it going to do? Like, if you save it, like yes. It does feel nice sometimes to like have that in the bank, but that's what money is for. You know, mm -hmm. if you have it and you can, you should just spend it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I kind of live by like that. Well, like, on things that you value and we'll get Exactly. Back. On things that I value. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not just spending it like willy nilly, but it's like, you know, no, I don't have to freak out about it. It's not to be like money is just to be saved. It's also to bring your, bring like bring you happiness. Well, convenience or yeah, I was gonna say bring you happiness, which like is true, but pleasure it's also not true. in some sort, yeah, way, shape, or form. Yeah, so that's. I mean, yes. I'm sure there's a, like thousands of deeper lessons, that, but that's one that like I've been thinking about a lot lately, like with spending money on books and things like that. You know, it's like if you can do it, do it. Yeah, do whatever. Pretty yeah. much. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've learned so much from my siblings. 
Uh, yeah, but like a million things, but I can't think of them right now. Right. But I, I do remember like my dad saying one time, like, I mean, he was saying how like many friends he's lost in the past, and he just said to me, like, you have to be a good friend to have good friends. Oh, and like, wow. don't, let, don't let people out of your life, like, if you feel like they're in your life for a reason, like, just be a good friend and you will have good friends. Right. Oh, okay. wow. That's nice. That's really that good. That was like a few years ago. But. That's, that's so true. But shout out to Stuart, my brother, <laughs> who's not listening to this. You've taught me a lot in my life. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so we're done here, right? I think so. So why don't we wrap it up with okay. read, watch, listen then. Um, so. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe Jeanette had our read for the week. Oh, yeah. Of course. Our, wait, what's it called? When it's like, our token reader. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're Perfect. our token reader. I'm okay with because that. Because we just normally don't have very many reads no, stored away really. in the brain. Oh, totally understand. I mean, that's how I was, like, during last semester. Yeah. It just, like, you get so busy that you don't have time to read for fun. It took right? a whole I know. I'm like, I read a two-page article. And <laughs> you're, like, <laughs> exhausted. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, it took the entire coronavirus pandemic for me to start reading like I used to. And so that's why I read this book. Um, I read Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I loved it because I feel like it's so resonant with so much of the things that are going on today. Really? Like, so much of it Is I read. Um, yeah, it is fiction. Okay. Um, it's just about um, a future world where it's it's a pretty compl- complicated sort of scenario, but it is very like it's a very misogynistic sort of setup for society, and so much of it like the government really controls these people in like horrible, awful ways, mm-hmm. and just oh like I read it while. Um, around the time of like when the George Floyd stuff was happening mm-hmm. and I couldn't help but think like wow so much of this stuff like is just resonating with the fact that like the government and the justice system is just horribly messed up for sure mm-hmm. wow yeah I've heard the show is really good too yeah it's oh, really good show? yeah I think it's on Hulu or something mm-hmm highly recommend for yeah sure. I've always it's uh, that's always been on my list of like things to read because people mm-hmm. just rave about it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Nice. Watch. Okay, watch. <laughs> That's me. Um, so. Make a little jingle. Watch. Watch. <laughs> Wait. Read. Watch. Listen. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so my watch for the week. I'm not currently watching it, but I did watch it over um, quarantine. See, but it are. just came on Netflix. Um, the Legend of Korra. Yes. If you haven't watched that. That and Avatar The Last Airbender, two of my favorite shows. I think Legend of Korra is also really applicable to what's going on. It's like corrupt government is trying to like control a certain group of people, you know, and is like not treating them well and they want equality. But yeah, it's just like a a really wonderful and it also like takes a look into mental health issues like of all the pressures that society like places on people. Um, and so I think it's just a wonderful watch. I, I just uh-huh. can't rave about Avatar and Korra enough. Watch it now. Period. Amazing. 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 For a listen, I have, I was going to get my phone out to see the exact title of the album, but whatever. If you search, um, The Life Aquatic, it's basically the soundtrack, 
and it's like all these beautiful songs like David Bowie and all these random songs sung in Portuguese and like acoustically oh, wow. by I don't remember his name one of the characters in the movie though and it's so good and I love it Okay. Wow. Check that out. <laughs> Me just explain. <laughs> no, but I listen to it all like twice a day because it's so good. Really? That Ooh. sounds really good. And, well, I used to listen to it when I was younger, like with my siblings, mm-hmm. but I never knew what the songs were from. And so then we were watching the movie. Well, you know, like my siblings had a different music taste and yeah. I wouldn't like know what artist it was and mm-hmm. I wouldn't like save it on my iPod touch <laughs> but um anyways now I heard it last night when we were watching the movie The Life Aquatic and I was like oh, this is unlocking things in me and it's a Wes Anderson film but I've never seen it but I've heard the music so anyways okay I, it's like nostalgic in a way mm-hmm. that's the best Ooh. that's a really good feeling to I have love it so mm-hmm. much. it's very soothing okay nice well, I think that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for coming on, Jeanette. We really appreciate it's been it. It's so, so fun to be here. Yeah, this is I one of the you. most fun episodes we've had this in a long fun. time. It was so fun to do this. Like, this was such a cool, like, bouncing off of each other, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's really so nice awesome. to have, like, a deep conversation with people that you wouldn't normally, yes, like, get exactly. Yeah. Because we normally are just, like... Pod. For updates. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.